1: Get 80% off your impression
0: kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
2: The guys talk about Kanye, the draft, and buying sincerity online. Liff is fed up with programmers, and Kevin has some problems that only his cohorts can help him handle. All that and more this week
1: on Just Press Play. many
0: weeks of just trying Tom get have before you can fire him. Well, he's got to have one. He's about to win. He's yeah. say it? like
1: this.
2: not an unnecessary roughness. It was a completely necessary roughness. <laughs> <laughs> I do a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the main the man run for 170 yards is what he got credit for, but total of like
0: 300 yards. <laughs> as soon as it came out of my face, I
2: knew how dumb that was. All righty, here we are. It's another week, and the gang's back together. We Hello. are joined up. We got Pops and LJ here, and it's, it's a big weekend. We had the NFL draft happen. Playoffs are still full tilt boogie. I mean... <laughs> It's a, it's a lot of stuff going on, and I actually got to see Dad in person. He was traveling through and stopped through Fort Smith. We had some breakfast this morning.
1: Because I was so, not at the draft. <laughs>
2: right, because he, he wasn't able to make it to the draft.
1: And by the way, neither were any of my buddies, so it wasn't like they went without me. It just, we didn't get, apparently you couldn't get, you could, okay, here was the deal. You could get tickets for $700, you could get a three-day pass. So we could have gotten tickets for $700 and decided, I didn't get to decide, but I would have decided (laughs) no. Yeah.
2: Well, so I had uh, a coworker of mine was off, and they went to the draft, and he said that they didn't actually go inside. He kind of thought that – he was told they might have tickets. He didn't know. And when he got there, they just just went to the outside of the – if you've been to Cowboy Stadium, they were at the outside of it where there's big TVs and stuff and hung around for a little bit for the first round and then left. Said it was cool, but he said the place was packed, and I saw it on TV. The place – Jerry Jones just knows how to put on a show. And that, for, I don't know why you would pay all that money. To, some of the seats were, there's the the little stage, and then they had it wrapped around with fans all over the place. Yeah. I'm like, you can't even see anything. You're just there to be there.
0: Yeah, Which for sure. I
2: guess it's kind of cool. But I would at least want to be able to kind of see it. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's almost too big of a venue, I feel like, for the draft.
1: I heard there it. were 110,000 people there, but I think that was inside and outside or something. Probably. But. But that's a lot. Hey, the NFL, this just in. They're okay, I think. I think their health yeah. check is, is pretty decent. Yet. They're not dead <laughs> yet. So
2: They are still kicking well. All right, so with all the stuff going on, what, Dad, do you have a – let's start with the best and
1: worst of the week. So you got a best – um, I kind of struggled with getting the best and the worst. I don't have a worst. i um, sorry. I should have Sounds said that That's like later. a pretty good week. Yeah. I but, which, which, <laughs> yeah. Well, but, and, and I have to say my best was probably Fayetteville, Arkansas in the springtime. And went up there. Jed, Jed, my stepson, has a house that's pretty close to campus. And there was a couple of baseball games going on. And all the cute girls in their short shorts. And it's just a wonderful time to be in Fayetteville, <laughs> In the spring, I just love this it. This was
2: good. as good. We've so up
1: up around Northwest Arkansas.
2: It's been every weekend's either been rainy or windy. We actually had snow at the beginning of April, which is yeah. crazy. And the wet, we just haven't had a good weekend in forever. And just this this past weekend, the weekend lifts making his trip up to Fayetteville. It was beautiful. That could easily been a best. It was. I'm glad beautiful. you did Mitch. mention it. was like 75 degrees, sunny, winds kind of it was blowing. great. and you just don't get much better
1: well and uh, and to validate what you're saying about the weather up there um just to go what 200 miles north of where i live in texarkana the trees aren't really the hardwood trees are not budding out we have green i mean it's green here completely yeah but the hardwoods are barely starting to bud up there and i think that's because of the cold and rainy weather y'all had so
2: and look, let's Le- going to give us some some Planet Earth stuff right here. It's Nat Geo right here with the Just for Play Pod.
0: <laughs>
1: Nat
2: Geo with pops, <laughs>
0: Mr. Nat Geo himself. <laughs> all right, all right, El, what
2: do you got for you? Got anything for your uh, best of the week?
0: Well, yeah, we uh, we opened that show that I've been talking about, the Miz with the high Les schoolers, Ms, yeah. and I, you know, I don't care about that play in any way, shape, or form, but it was it was really spectacular. Especially the kids on my team were just phenomenal and I've learned. Um, and it's kind of a good time, I think for me to learn it because society' is learning it too is like the limit that these kids have is the adults around them. Like if you just mm. let them go, they are phenomenal. Like teenagers are special people that are just new in the world but like not afraid of anything. It's awesome. So yeah I had a that's great time.
2: what that's uh, what oh. We'll get to this in a little bit, but old Kanye West was mentioning that. The kids are just, they're awesome. All right, my best of the week is going to be related to the NFL draft a little bit. And I'm a little torn, I'll ask y'all's opinion on it, but the 28th pick in the first round is my best of the week. And that was when Roger Goodell announced that Ryan Shazier from the Pittsburgh Steelers was going to announce the yes. pick for the Steelers. And all of a sudden you see him, he wasn't, he's still walking gingerly a little bit, but to see him walk from the back to the to the stage, to the podium after that horrific injury was, it it's was, incredible. I mean, I was blown, I was just sitting there watching, I'm kind of doing some things, and the draft's on, I'm not like really hard watching it, but it, when I see a pick announced, I look to see who it is, and then all of a sudden they mentioned that, and I stopped and was watching it, and I I don't, I don't, I didn't get teary-eyed, but like some hair stood up a little bit, just because to know what he's yeah. probably gone through, and to see him, he yeah. was, the walk was not... Painless. I mean, you could tell it was a struggle a little bit, but to see him get to do that was really yeah. cool. Uh, also, with that, another reason why that was the my best is because that pick was for Terrell Edmonds, who is a safety at Virginia Tech. His brother, Tremaine Evans, was drafted like 12 picks before for the Bills. So two brothers went in the first round for the first time in That's NFL history. Cool. That's so too like, cool. And their dad was also a third-round pick and played for eight years. So, man, the genes mm. in that family –
0: they don't need no CRISPR.
2: but so a (laughs) a guy brought up to me i I tweeted out the video i thought it was really i think i retweeted it and just thought it was really cool and someone replied to me a random person and he brought up how ironic that the on the day all these young guys are going to get drafted to the nfl the nfl is going to show them what this game can do to you and at first at first i thought oh you're being you're uh, blah 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 i kind of fought it but then the more i thought about it that is that was a little like. What are y'all thoughts? What are y'all thoughts on that?
1: Uh, well, it touched me. I, I and I actually, when you first said that, I hadn't thought about what I thought about when I saw Ryan Shazier. But it was disheartening seeing him having so much trouble walking. I remember seeing the hit that he took, and it didn't. It looked like a, a mundane benign, play, just a yeah, just a regular play. And then it it occurred to me that it took a set. To march him out there because you're right. A, 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 what looked like a benign hit can do this to you. Yes. Yeah. So it was a chancy thing. It, it was there was a lot of feelings uh, yeah. uh, in it to me. So
2: and it's just and I'll let you go, LJ too. But I just that <clears throat> thought didn't even cross my mind. I just thought, man, it's so cool to see him walk, and that's so neat. And then when that guy brought up on Twitter, it still didn't even. I kind of fought it yeah. for a little, but then I thought. You know, that is a really good point. But LJ, what do you
0: think? Oh, I agree. I just think I, I I loved it and thought it was the coolest thing. But but after you mentioned that, yeah, that's just, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly and I don't have anything well, to add.
2: So I, re- I was reflecting on it a little more and I started thinking more about it and I rewatched it and we'll post it in our show notes and you can see it. And Roger Goodell, which I did mention to, I replied to the person on Twitter. I was like, well, I'm never going to say that. Roger Goodell makes the smartest moves and he doesn't always make the best decisions and we can get that a little, Mr. The man who was booed nonstop in the first round. It was, it was great, but he, what was really interesting is Goodell as he's introing him and it is, it is an inspiration and to see him fight back. And that's true. But he also, he was like adding to it. Like it was shows the unity of football and how the family is so strong and all this stuff. And it's, he almost brought it as it was in uh, like a good thing about football that we're all behind Shazier and he's so inspiring. But really, Ryan Shazier is the strongest argument against the game. That someone yeah. on a play like Dad said on any given play. Like these guys that are all getting drafted and are all happy. Any given play, any random tackle where you're not even doing they Sure, they've changed some rules, but that same thing can happen to anyone. It wasn't – Shazier didn't lower it crazy, like crazy with the crown of his helmet. It's just – that's an unspectacular play that can lead to a spectacular injury that is mm-hmm. And it's
0: not even mentioning the the saw the slow burn of CTE that probably everybody in the NFL is building up right now, you know?
2: They use that they use that moment and like you said, LJ, and I when I watched it, all I thought was, man, that's so cool. What a great story. And I thought good on the NFL. And then the more that he brought it up, he's right. Like that's you're using what your game does can do to someone. You're using that as a way to make your game look better. That's terrible.
0: Yeah, but uh, I mean, I brought of Shazier that he's he's back walking. That was that was exciting to see, regardless of what it implies. It's just so good to see he's active again. That's awesome.
2: And Shazier so, actually, just a side note to end the conversation, Shazier does say that he plans on playing again in the NFL, and this is he's well, working to get so. back, and he ho- I mean. I'm not putting I'm not putting it past him. The, it's just so the only thing is is I don't know if people realized how before that injury, he was one of the premier linebackers in the game. And oh, still, yeah. if he can come back to that, I hope so, but you never know. And that's kind of the whole point of this conversation is one hit can change things forever. So for sure.
1: Um, yeah. Uh Dad, so I guess
2: you best? don't have any worst? <laughs> no worst? Do you have a second best or <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I don't have numerous. I mean, I'm just. Uh, it was a pretty, pretty good week. Uh, so no worse, no worse for me.
0: All right, Do you have a worst or? Uh, well, you guys made me think of it because uh, you're talking about how beautiful the weather is. It's 55, and it's the warmest day we've had here in a long time. So oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. So it's bright and sunny and cold. So, you know, I guess not having a spring yet is probably my worst. I'm just ready for it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's what I've been, we've been just waiting on spring and finally got a weekend of spring and man, if I, every, every time I've been outside, there's been someone doing yard work or people
0: Mm. are just trying to find a reason to be outside. Spring and fall are the best times of the year. I just, I can't wait. I want it. I want it. (laughs) Mm. Well, my worst is
2: the, Daddy, you might, you might uh, kind of uh, relate with this, but so the Warriors beat the Spurs earlier in the first round. They knocked them out four-one, which now brings up the question: Is the great ageless wonder Monty Ginobili maybe going to hang up the hang up the basketball shoes and put the kicks in the locker for the last time? And what I'm what is my worst about it is, and I want to ask Dad about his thoughts on Ginobili. But anyone who watches the Inside the NBA crew and the TNT crew with Chuck. Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, EJ, and Shaq. They are by far the best. They're awesome to watch. They're the best halftime show or post-game show out there in any sport. But Chuck has been known, Charles Barkley, for the past seven or eight years, probably more, is because Ginobili just keeps doing it for year after year. He just yells Ginobili. And I think they made him do one final Ginobili, and this could be it. So I'm going to let you all hear it.
0: Ginobili!
2: (laughs) that was what EJ said they had to get. If this was the last game for Ginobili, they had to get at least one final Ginobili. And he just, right on cue, (laughs) Charles Barkley just screams Ginobili out. And it just, it's crazy to me, Dad. Ginobili was, 2011, I think, is when whenever the Heat beat the Spurs in the championship for their their second one. I think that was 10, 11 or 12, I don't know. But it was a good five years ago. Ginobili looked washed. He looked completely mm-hmm. done. I think me and you had the conversation because you've been a fan of his. And I was yep. were, I was like, he's done. He's hurting the Spurs more than he's helping. And now five years later, honestly, he could come back and I would he could he could help the Spurs. He helped the Spurs this year in the playoffs.
1: Oh, he can still I think he could still play some limited minutes, seriously, and and seriously help them. Um I think what is he? Argentina? Where's where he from? Argentina. Yes. I mean, he is the best player Argentina has ever produced. I would think we. I haven't looked that up. We'd That's, have to look yeah, to see well, other yeah, players. I haven't it's done research out, yeah. on him,
2: but there's got to be. I mean, he's.
1: I mean, I well, what now? Was he part of the team? That won in the Olympics. That made us change Archie, the way we do Olympics. That made us change the yeah. way we do the Olympics. I mean, that I haven't researched that, but it yes, just, right, I did some research him.
2: on because he was drafted in '99 and won like the. He didn't come over to the NBA till 2002. Yeah. And he what? Where he really became known? The Spurs got him with the second to last pick in the '99 draft. And really? Yes, and there's wow. only other. There's actually only one other player from the '99 draft. Still playing in the NBA. And he actually was just in a playoff game yesterday. My man, Jason the Jet Terry, was drafted wow. in that same draft and he's still kicking. Wow.
1: Wow. Well, I've got to say about Ginobili, I got a buddy uh, that I just can't stand him because he says he flops. And I think Ginobili, he, he, he did have a little flop. He brought in that him over from, from, from
2: the Euro that, that soccer so. flopping. And now it's taken over the league. I mean,
1: well, I think that's improved some. Had not it It actually has, it gotten, has it got but there's terrible. There's still some
2: vulgar flopping that happens.
1: But and I agree. I, I mean, there, Ginobili can flop with the best. I mean, Harry could certainly at a time. But I, I loved his game. I mean, I, I think. I wish he'd retire because he's still that good. Um, he's God. He's forty at least. He's like forty one. I think. Um, I mean, I guess that's long in the tooth to play basketball uh, at that at that level. So I wish he would retire. And real quick, I did want to mention the halftime show. You're talking about Kenny Charles, EJ, and yeah. I guess those Shaq in there. There have been times that I would try to check out and see where they were in the game because I wanted to watch halftime. I'm <laughs> I mean, telling you, they you know, are the best. I would want to be able to see halftime and watch them talk about the games as opposed to seeing the game itself at times. There's, so, there's a that,
2: video I have to show you guys, and I'll post it in the show notes or – There's Kenny Smith's like, I think they're like outtakes and Kenny's asking about, uh, he has this new, he got like a new SUV and he doesn't, or he wants to buy this new SUV, but it costs like $80 to fill it up. And so he can't, he doesn't want to have to pay that much to fill up the tank each time. And Shaq just goes, well, all you got to do is every time it gets half a tank, you just refill it up. So you never, (laughs) you never actually pay $80. And Kenny's like, yeah, but that's still, it's less each time, but I'm still paying that same amount of money over time. And Shaq's like, No. You just put $20 in every time you get to half a tank. And Kenny was like, no, what? That'll only get me to, that'll only get a quarter of the tank. And they they had this argument, and clearly Shaq is just a fool and not making any sense. And Kenny and them were just cracking up laughing. And it was clear to me watching the video that Shaq's just so big, no one's ever told him he's wrong. And so he couldn't believe that they were telling him he's wrong. He was clearly wrong, and he just couldn't believe it that someone questioned him because I think his whole life they just went, yeah, you're right, Shaquille. You're right yeah <laughs> yeah that Kerr is good uh interesting about ginobili they asked him about the game he said he wasn't sure about coming back or not but him and steve kerr had a cool moment did you you might remember steve kerr was his freaking teammate at the spurs oh yeah and steve kerr is now coaching against him at the warriors and That's steve crazy, kerr told him hey man if you want to play keep doing it you're playing at a high level come back another year i want to see you keep playing you deserve it and yeah it was, it was a cool moment to see them hug it out and Ginobili was just like, I don't know, man. I I'm gonna go and enjoy the off season. I don't know.
1: I mean Ginobili's <laughs> been bald for six years. He's been going bald <laughs>
2: it, since two thousand six. Well, I
1: mean. <laughs> yeah, and it's not the o I I mean the shave thing. I mean, I think he has kind of close cropped his hair, but it's the his hair his forehead's gotten huge. <laughs> and, and been that way for a while. So Yeah.
2: Speaking of retirements, I do wanna pour one out for you see, our boy uh the Iron Man for the Cowboys, Jason Witten, he's hanging him up, and he's going to join Monday Night a, Football crew at ESPN.
0: Yeah, is that a, a done not gonna deal? going to be able to get away from a former Cowboy <laughs> in the in the booth anymore. Which I, so <laughs> a, I thought he was going to be
2: the. I don't think he's not because ESPN is looking for the like to refill the Monday Night Football Gruden, game. Right? Gruden and um, Schulman. Who's What's Gruden
1: with?
2: Both of them are now gone. It's 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 open. And I think it's going to be Peyton Manning, personally. I just think he would fit, and that would make sense. But oh, ESPN is going to have to open up the checkbook, probably. But I thought someone told yeah. me that Jason Witten was going to apply for, or that he took that job. Like that's the job he's getting. At ESPN I was like, "Wow, what a transition for my boy! I've never heard him on the air." But it's he's well, just and, joining the Monday Night Football crew, like this. And
1: Witten was going to play, right? He, I mean, he was he was playing he the had whole time. He said he's time. coming back, he
2: and now. Something changed, I guess, and he.
1: This happened in the last two days, right? Day, two, or three first days. First round of the
2: draft, the news broke. Shefty and then broke it. Which, by the hmm. way, Shefty was wearing the flies looking suit jacket Thursday Let's night for the happens, first yeah. round. He was looking. He was looking pretty fresh.
1: Now I'll have to check that out. I don't remember. But yeah, former um, whole cowboy Witten's Whitten, been hey, a Whitten, iron. Witten will be. Uh, I mean, he's Ring of Honor. He's class of cowboys. I mean, he's class of the NFL. I, I mean, I think he is a classy guy, for um, Hall of Famer. But uh, Jason Witten, I hate to see him go. He's been one of my favorite cowboys of all time.
2: And it's yeah, I agree. It's probably a, he's been long in the tooth for a few years, and somehow still producing, which is insane. But still
1: producing. Yeah.
2: It, you knew the time was coming soon, and. I'm, he's been a yeah. good cowboy. Pretty much since I've been watching the Cowboys, he's been the tight end. So it'll be weird seeing him not on the field. Switching gears a little bit from Jason Witten to a guy that's completely unlike Jason Witten. Kanye West has been making a stir on the internet lately, yeah. though. Our boy. Yeah. Uh, I It kind of, it was interesting. So he uh, among the main things that has really created a stir is he has completely endorsed and kind of shown his admiration for none other than president Donald Trump, which seems like a very unlikely yeah. friendship, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that got a huge uproar and people arguing. And I just was going to ask you, LJ, your, your thoughts on all this, this stuff going on with Kanye and his, his different tweets.
0: <laughs> it's, it's weird because it doesn't feel like the, the Kanye that I th- think I know, uh, relates to Donald Trump in any way other than wealth. Like, I just don't feel like they've got hardly anything in common, but, but I think that's kind of the interesting thing about this is like, you can't really box somebody like that. Like they're, uh, Kanye is a, 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 particularly, uh, deep person that has a lot going on in his head. So it's kind of hard to to say even what he likes or dislikes about Donald Trump. I don't know. It's just, I think it's really interesting and it kind of is a little bit disheartening to me because I'm, I, I'm not a big fan of the man. Um, and so it kind of, I don't know. It feels weird for somebody that I think has a whole lot of influence, uh, jumping on the side of somebody that I feel like leads his campaign through hatefulness. Um, but I think one of the things that he's said a lot is that uh, that he wants to you know he wants to to sell the same story. He wants to say let's make America great and let's leave out the hate and uh, and I think that's a good message. I mean I, I think we all need to be working together and we don't need to be thinking about us versus them and that's the message that he's preaching right now. And so you know I it's hard to disagree with that. So. Um, well, and I don't know. Have you listened to uh, Yay versus the People yet? Ken? I have.
2: I, I listened to it earlier, and it w- it was really interesting. I it, I think what's what's neat about what Kanye West is saying is, I, I and L. J. mentioned this before. He hasn't really. We I don't know why he hasn't said why he endorses Trump. He kind of just said. I he, I think one of his tweets was he's in. A fire dragon like myself, and Kanye is an odd guy. I mean, that's dragon one thing. Energy. If you think you have, you, I kind of understand Kanye West. I, I do think that he's a, a musical genius for sure, and I do think yeah, he's a no very doubt. smart human being. I don't, yeah. I don't understand the man. I never will. I'm not going to try to. That's. I guess that's one thing about geniuses. They're all crazy. That's kind of the thing, yeah. right? <laughs> it's a, a pretty common of link.
0: It's a pretty common and, link.
2: But what his big point was, I really was bothered by it. So when this first happened, John Legend, who's a singer pianist, and I love John Legend. I really like his music. Yeah. I like. I mean, it, it's interesting what him and his wife they they their tweets they they. They realize they have a, a, a platform, and I feel like they try to use it for the best, at least what they believe in. And I always like it when people do that, to use that platform. Very yeah.
0: interesting. Yeah. And as it, long so, as they're not talking shit about people with flip-flops right. on yeah, Right. We, we might have to one touch one.
2: on that. They weren't hating <laughs> on anybody. Well, John Legend wouldn't. His wife was. But... So. <laughs> But so John Legend texted Kanye West, apparently they're friends. They've had a couple songs together and apparently they're buddies. And he texted them in like this kind of long message and real short and sweet basically just said, Hey man, you have a really, I don't know if you, re- you realize this, but you're very influential and you have a huge platform. I mean, only 27 million people follow him. So one of the biggest mm-hmm. platforms in the world is Kanye. Yeah, if he could
0: retweet this show that would, that would be helpful yeah, by the way Yang, if, you, if, you, if you want
2: just go ahead and hit the hit the retweet button real quick but <laughs> but so he just saying I, I don't know if you want to align yourself if you've thought that like it, i would think you should talk this out and think this out before you align yourself with someone like this because you are a very influential person and Kanye, like he screenshotted it and tweeted it and was like people disagreeing with what I believe in, all this stuff. And at first I was like, dude, that's a buddy of yours. What are you doing? Like, Don't throw him out to dry like that. But his whole point yeah. was like what you're saying in the yay versus the people. And I think is what this whole thing is, is although it's odd, like you don't understand why he likes Trump and you don't agree with it, you can still be, like him and John Legend still posted pictures and videos with each other this, this weekend and they were hanging out and having a great time. And I think his point is, I can like President Trump, and LJ doesn't have to, and that doesn't mean we have to hate each other. We can talk exactly. about why. I we think dislike. that's what he's saying. He's just saying we don't have, we're, we're so worried about, especially with, we're, well, he, he mentioned that this is the day, this is like the age of free thinking, where you have Twitter and social media and Facebook, and you can have your ideas. But we're all so worried about, well, I don't want to share this because I know I have so many friends and family members that feel so against it that I probably won't. And that's just, be you think for yourself. We are, we're in an information age, but we're, he, I think he mentioned it's an information age, but we're starved for information. We keep going to other outlets for information. Think for yourself and have an open dialogue. If you disagree, talk about it. Don't just say you're wrong. I hate you. Talk but that's about kind of what I think, I think that's is
0: a little bit. I think it's a little bit interesting and wrong though of, of him. Maybe he, uh, He is is saying all this, but then I can't find anywhere what his positives are for the Trump administration.
2: I agree. And so,
0: like, you know, it might be he might have some really eye opening thoughts that would that I would just really need to read um, or listen to or whatever. But like in in the whole uh, song, yeah, versus the people, it seems like he just kind of rambles on about how he has the ability to do so. And then he ends the song really interestingly by saying, let's just let the people talk about it but then he doesn't seem to give us anything to talk about and any and anything to to grasp a hold of other than our own already biases and so i feel like he's not this this doesn't feel like something that he's doing that gives me any ability to come around towards anybody or you know it doesn't he's not making an argument he's just making uh he's he's being loud it feels like to me i don't know
1: well i i want to say something that made me think about this is that i know we have touched on race and racism in this show. And I think we've tried to be careful because we are white guys uh, talking about racism. And while I clearly feel like I cannot understand the black experience in this country because I don't have that perspective, if if I'm not allowed to talk about racism and what I feel like it is and have a dialogue, then we're not going to get anywhere. If I feel we're like just gonna I stay have, right where we're, we're going to yeah. stay right where we are, you know, I guess what you made me think of when Kanye's talking about he likes Trump. OK, let's let him like Trump and, and tell us why. Let's open the dialogue. I'm a middle aged or a slightly more middle aged uh, white <laughs> man. Let me talk about what I think racism is. And you know what? I'm going to be right on some stuff. I'm going to be wrong on some stuff. But let's have the dialogue.
0: Instead of just hate. hate.
2: Instead of just throwing it, in, hate around, because that's instead all we're doing. Of the that's hate. not getting us yes. anywhere. Yeah. Yes. And
0: silent hate is even worse. Yeah. It's um you can't you can't deal with silent hate. And so like, yeah, let's talk let's about talk it. Let's so, talk about it.
2: And so to to piggyback off what LJ said and and then we'll get we'll move on to another topic. But The the only issue I have with some of this is Con Dad. I don't know. You might not have noticed this. I'm sure you don't keep up with what Kanye West does on Twitter or when his albums drop. But he's kind of notorious for because he's a really smart businessman, smart market at marketing. He's notorious for right around the time an album's getting ready to come out, and he's got he's announced like a a couple of weeks ago that he was dropping a new album in July, I think. And also he's doing a collaboration with Kid Cudi. Yeah. And so it's a big time for Kanye West. And all of a sudden, he hasn't tweeted in forever. And all of a sudden, he starts tweeting these just like LG said almost part of me. I, I agree with what he's saying, but then part of like I like that he's uh opening for free thought and all this. But also I'm like, you're kind of just being loud, like you're just saying things mm. to get the pot stirred and get you get people talking about you, which He's doing like we're talking about Kanye West, right? And then also we mentioned he has an album coming out, so it's working. If that's all he's doing, that's an, I don't I hate that. If it's just a big marketing ploy, but if he does want us to talk more, then more power to you. You're using your platform well and not just for the gain of money. Which
1: okay, this makes me think of something. So, all right. um, I'm watching this uh, documentary type yes, series on Netflix. It. And the reason I'm watching it, and, and it's I'm, I'm just going to mention it on our podcast, Wild Wild Country. I think is it Wild Country or Wild Wild Country? I think it's Wild Wild Country on Wild Netflix. Wild Country. Um, and what I did is, so I'm listening to Bill Simmons and Chuck Klosterman on a podcast, and Klosterman mentions it. And then I'm listening to Dak Shepard, and I believe it might have been Katie Couric on a, on a podcast, and Dak Shepard mentions it. And so, like two, I think seemingly unconnected sources that i Whoa, kind of interested yeah. in mentioned this same series and I'm like I'm going to check this out and actually tammy had heard it on a on a radio show that she listens to i mean Maria menudo i believe is her name sure so so okay here's the thing that I'm getting to so pat Monahan of train has train tracks on the pulse Sirius uh, FM uh, 15. And I like to listen to it. I'm usually working Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. I think he comes out at nine o'clock on Friday night, but I listen to his new music and I kinda like to hear what he's got. I found out that a friend of ours had a song. And to get on train tracks with Pat Monahan, there there I she alleged there was a fee involved to get your song mentioned on train tracks with Pat Monahan. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope not. But yeah. I wonder. Is somebody planting Wild wild Country with Dak Shepard, with Chuck Klosterman, that's going to be on Bill Simmons' podcast, with Maria Menudo, who's on some show? Is this that's all best way? The best way of,
2: best way of it, advertising is word of mouth. And if we think we're just getting – we happen to hear it three yep. different times. That, that's what it
0: is. Yeah, I have, a genuine recommendation. It, was, it
1: seemed genuine, yeah. exactly, LJ, because we heard it – I heard it in two separate venues, and then Tammy heard it in a mm-hmm. separate venue, and we're going to watch it. And it's, it's pretty interesting by the way, but is, and this is what Kanye's doing. Is this all a creep, freaking conspiracy money thing?
0: It's, I, I, that happens a lot. I know that's one thing I use the site, Reddit a lot, um, because it's just like a way to kill time on the internet. And one of the things that's been breaking lately is that you can buy, uh, Reddit accounts and then post things about, you know, just like something genuinely kind of funny, Um, that somebody did with Doritos or something like that. And then, so like a company like Doritos will pay just whatever it takes to get this, like seemingly genuine endorsement of their product or some way to make them look cool or some way to make people want to do this thing. So they got to go buy a bag of Doritos or whatever. They'll pay big money for it. Like you can actually Mm. sell your, your genuineness Hmm. Um, to companies right now on the internet, so I'm sure you can do it in any other venue. Um, I think you're definitely onto something, Dad. That does sound wow
1: by genuineness on the internet. That's <laughs> yeah. an interesting statement.
0: Yeah, that's Well, can-
1: one other thing to add to that, this same girl uh, mentioned that you could have like lunch with the Kardashians for a fee. So you are having lunch at some crazy Hollywood, you know, California restaurant with the Kardashians for 10k. You know, but people well, see because, you with
2: them. You're on TMZ. I guarantee you're on TMZ it, it, if you go out it, with Kardashian. It's pub.
1: It's publicity.
0: You know, and it uh, was all
1: that. So uh,
0: one of the ways that rappers get well known right now is apparently if you get played by a strip club DJ in Atlanta, that's a pretty good uh, track to be on the radio soon. So people mm-hmm. are paying strip club DJs in Atlanta big money to be on their their playlists.
2: I guess it's yet to see what what this whole mess is on Twitter from Kanye, I'll go ahead and admit I'm probably going to keep up with it because I'm ready to Me hear too. his new album. Me too. and And I just, I like his music. So we'll see. Another guy who may not be the best at marketing and publicity is... Well, let's get to the NFL draft. And Roger Goodell, <laughs> surprising to no one but maybe himself, was opened the draft to a loud ring of booze in Dallas Stadium. And did y'all see how hard surprised. he tried to not be booed? It was the greatest oh, yeah. thing ever.
0: He was, well, when I saw it in Chicago, it was the same thing. He was instantly booed all the time from not only the place he was actually in, but also the giant park that we were all in. And you could hear it from different parts of chicago <laughs> park booing um and so like he then the next pick he brought out a kid with cancer and then the next pick he, like uh and still it was it, when the kid walked out everybody was silent and then as soon as goodell said another word the well good god out. he had so, who did yeah, he have not,
1: he had stallback aikman and well that's uh, what Jason he, he had this planned yeah. out he was
2: like i got it planned out i'm gonna find a way not to so he gets up there and he's like how are you gonna boo these awesome cowboys? They're like, no, we're uh, not booing them. Like, no. <laughs> we all know who we're booing here, Roger. Don't don't get don't get shit twisted on, on this. And then like right after that, he brings out captains of all the local high school football teams thinking that might help. And he doesn't even know anything about them. He's just like, yeah, uh these are really good kids. I've heard these are good kids at the local high schools and they're still booing him and just booing them. And it's, Roger, you just gotta just accept it. You're getting booed
0: at every draft. Yep. yep. Hey, but well, that's why they pay him, though. Yep. So He, he gets, gets booed, paid to be the face to does. boo. So. Hey, and you know what? It. He gets
1: paid really well. Is yeah, he does. like forty million or something? It's something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and,
0: and a jet, I think. And a I jet at, at his disposal. Jet. Yeah. That was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's doing. Hey, he's I, doing I, just I, fine. I, I take some booing, <laughs> boo the hell out of me, and get, give me a meal, <laughs> whatever. Wait, we thinking. even
0: got good ideas for commission, like.
1: Well, speaking of a guy who might have to get used to some
2: booing is old Baker Mayfield went first overall to Cleveland. That what that was. I had, had heard some rumblings. Ben mentioned it when we had him on uh, a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I get it. I've watched some film, and there's a lot to him. But at first overall, you got to pick someone that you know is good, and I just get a little worried. With I think some of the stuff about his off the field things are overblown, but. There's a little bit of a question mark. There's a little bit of iffiness to him. What y'all think about the the Browns making that decision to go Baker 1?
0: I I think uh, I still stick with Monday. They should have gone zero quarterbacks and gone in the free agency. Yeah, well, clearly
2: um, the Browns so. are going to – they made the right move clearly because they didn't do what I said and they didn't do what
1: LJ said. So they
0: obviously <laughs> did the right thing. Oh, well. <laughs>
1: Well, it shocked me. I mean, but but obviously, Baker Mayfield's leadership ability and ability to make people follow him really struck people. Um, I mean, he yeah. has got some talent. There is no doubt about that. And he's obviously had one concussion, because I've seen it on film in Fayetteville, Arkansas, when he gets his head slammed. <laughs> yeah. he, he's had one concussion for sure. One tackle sure. he couldn't avoid was the Fayetteville PD. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't outrun the Fayetteville Police Department, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, we'll see how that goes. And then they shocked me though when they their fourth pick they took uh, that D back that I did. I mean, I'm sure he's good. Denzel Ward, I,
2: I do think he's the best corner in the draft out of Ohio State. But it's just yeah. But
0: Chubb shouldn't have fell to Denver. Is all oh, well, so, And we'll get to that in just a second. But, yeah. So
2: LJ's I, getting around. Part, so, <laughs> part of me thinks. If you like Baker, if at the first pick, if you like Baker Mayfield and he's who you think is the best quarterback in the draft, because I kind of thought my first thought was they could have traded traded down and got Baker maybe a little later, because I think Darnold was the consensus number one. But if you like Baker Mayfield and you think he's the guy and you got the number one pick, it's like what the Bears do with Trubisky: go get him, go make sure, don't leave it to chance. Get and, your guy. And I, I Hugh Jackson, that GM, they are married to this quarterback. Their job. If Baker Mayfield
1: doesn't work, that GM's getting fired. So if you if you think he's good, go do it. So can you name all the quarterbacks on Cleveland's roster right now? Shh. They've got Tyrod uh, Taylor, right? They got yeah. Baker Mayfield. They right. got Deshaun Kaiser. No, we were
2: wrong. I got I got texted. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser was traded when they did the Tyra Taylor. They traded Deshaun Kaiser to the Packers. Oh, so Kaiser's oh, so he's gone. a bill. Okay, yeah, he's backing okay. up Rodgers at the Packers.
0: Are they still uh, paying uh, uh, Osweiler? Or- well, that,
2: they actually made the pick. They made the seventeen million dollar pick in the second round this year in the draft. I forget who they got. They got Nick Chubb, <laughs> the running back from Georgia, he ended up being a 17000002 million million round pick. So, because because they, wow. they traded good. that that pick, yeah. yeah. But so. And then we saw a running back go number two. Barkley went two. I thought that was wild. Yeah. I thought for sure Giants yeah. would go Darnold Big when surprise. he dropped. But it's I want to get real quick, and then we'll get to we'll get to why LJ is being getting a little aroused over there. But <laughs> it's why the NFL draft is beloved by fans. I don't know if y'all noticed Friday night when they aired the second and third rounds on ESPN. Instead of there was also a game six playoff game, the Raptors versus the Wizards. ESPN had the rights to that game. They moved that game over to ESPN News so they could run the second and third rounds of the NFL draft on primetime Friday night.
0: I did not catch that. So NFL's doing, like you mentioned
2: earlier, in the best. NFL's doing just fine Mm. as far as their health. health. But but I, I figured out why the draft is beloved by all fans. It's because what we do as fans is we come up with we make up reasons, like say the if the Cowboys lose week one, I'm going to make up a reason why, oh, they're still, in my head, I'll, I'll be a little upset, but by Thursday, I'm like, all right, all we got to do is fix this, vesiculately gets the running game going, the corners start figuring out, we start rushing the passer better. We can we can get back to the team I think can make the Super Bowl. And then you usually get most, because only one team wins the Super Bowl, you usually end up disappointed. But the yeah. draft, you don't, it, there's no disappointment. The guy gets picked, so like the guy that the Cowboys drafted – When their pick's coming up, I'm thinking, ooh, they could get Calvin Ridley. He would be a really good receiver. I would really like that. Seemed like a good, yeah. Mm. And then they shocked me. I like Vander Esch. I think he's really good. I kind of thought he'd be a good pick, but I thought he would be into the first round, maybe second round. So when the Cowboys first picked him, I was like, what the heck? That seems early. But then you know what I did? As a fan does, I talked myself into it. I went, oh, wait a minute. He ends up being this good at middle linebacker. And then we got him and Sean Lee, if Jalen Smith ever figures it out, and we don't get the disappointment. All we get is just a night full of, man, this Excitement. is going to be so awesome I'll for 10 years. Yeah.
1: And I'm so the that's same why way. we love the draft. <laughs> they were comparing him to Brian Urlacher. And so then by the end of the thing, I'm like, okay, Vanderesh, right. Urlacher, okay. Yeah. All right, hell yeah. <laughs> so now you're talked
2: into it. And there's not. it's not like a game when you get talked into a big, game, a big playoff game, like when the Cowboys lost to that Aaron Rodgers making that throw against – Against us in the playoffs a couple of years ago, you get the that disappointment. Still get we,
1: that still hurts. That still hurts. So we get
2: amped up and we get the disappointment. But for this game, for this draft, we get amped up and there's no disappointment that follows. There's just more anticipation yeah. for the
0: next three months. When the disappointment hits, you've usually got another thing to look forward yeah. to. Yeah, already. So like that's why fans
2: love the draft because all it is is just yeah. Your hopes that's just fair. get built
1: up. So okay, before Mike, right before we give LJ, <laughs> before we give LJ his his excitement um so did you see i think it was the first offensive lineman uh picked by San francisco i believe it yes. was yeah and they were showing they uh, picked one they're showing i thought he was a tackle but they were showing the san francisco contingent at the draft and they picked michael McGlinty, or I, I i should know his well that name. wasn't the first that was the first tackle taken mclinty okay the first tackle McGlinsky and they show the san francisco people and i wish you could see my face they' kind of like <laughs> that was their response. I mean, there was, I felt Mo so bad for the guys. Like, they don't even know who he is. But that's what you need. But anyway, I'm sorry. I just had to say it was hilarious in the San Francisco contingent yeah. going, who?
2: <laughs> well, so LJ comes on the podcast a couple weeks ago and preaches that the number one most important position, <laughs> if not maybe quarterback, is a edge rusher. And what happens to the Broncos? And who's the Bradley, best edge rusher in the draft? Bradley yeah, Chubb, who many assume yeah. <laughs> is the best player in the draft. drops yes, all, all the way, way down Blake. to 5 and now you get Von yeah. Miller oh. on one side and Bradley Chubb on the other and Shane Ray will be back next year. Uh, LJ yeah. you just want to you just want to do your gloat for a little bit about happening. Yeah, your do you run? need a moment. Man, do you even, need
1: a moment by
0: yourself, LJ. Yeah, I don't even have anything to say about that. That's uh Woo. A <laughs> here.
2: After Thursday night, Hannah walked out to the living, and there was tissue papers everywhere. And LJ, LJ needs a cigarette or something. Good God! <laughs> oh, no, I man. did. I so I was I watching. Been this. happier with that pick I, when I saw that. I thought, Wow! Like first, I was like, Chubb's going to drop to five, and then the, the Broncos oh. did it, and I
1: just was like. This is LJ has got to be just gleaming I, right now. This is first is one I thought of when I saw first one I thought of LJ. I thought LJ's in <laughs> he's in good shape. Oh
0: man, that's yep, yep, I,
2: <laughs> yep. Well, and so it makes sense to me for them to they didn't, I don't think they just loved any of the quarterbacks. They kind of liked Baker Mayfield, but they didn't think he would drop to five and they weren't willing to trade up for him because they had some question marks. So they thought we got Keenum, we can we can go with Keenum for a year, we can see if we have anything in Lynch or not. And then, oh, yeah, we can also maybe get a ne- a guy that can be an edge rusher. Like, that's one thing. The last few years when we've seen these edge rushers go really high, like the Clownies and the Watts and all these guys are supposed to be really good, that's one of those positions you kind of can tell when there's these, these once-in-a-decade kind of guys. It's not like a quarterback where there's a big head thing. It's just, are you crazy athletic? Can you get past a tackle? All right, you're probably going to be a pretty solid player. So yeah. it's a very mm-hmm. safe pick. I, I think the Broncos. I think John Elway's got to be just so happy with how that worked out.
0: Yeah, yeah. And well, then, and, and based on their entire draft, I think we're looking at a at a team that any free agent's going to be looking at next year. Um, well, so now he does this thing and, and
2: where a free agent quarterback comes up, they're gonna they're gonna come talking. Any free agent's going to be thinking Broncos, and if they like a guy next year or whenever, they can still play. And maybe Keenum is that guy we saw Keenum.
0: Well, that's, Go to the so NFC things, Championship. Could you think of a more – Could you think of a more motivating thing than knowing that every free agent's going to be knocking down the door for a team that you could be successful with? Like, they've got a Super Bowl caliber team, in my opinion, maybe minus a quarterback. So, if Keenum doesn't want to win it with this, that, like, he's going to he's going to be motivated. Yeah. Is, is all I know.
1: Great. And Agreed. so is
0: Paxton Lynch. I mean, you got to walk in with this team and perform because otherwise we'll just see who's available next year because – Anybody yep. will want to be here. I Who's th- the other <laughs> quarterback
1: on their roster? They've got somebody else, uh, Denver does, on their roster I thought would be competing for the backup job with Paxton Lynch. No,
2: I, 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 they had a guy that was like a – oh, oh, Chad Kelly.
1: They have him. Chad Kelly. Um, oh, right, right, right. He's got some potential, uh, but he's kind of a head potential. Potential. But so they've got, got some – and Case Keenum, Case Keenum did well, well with a like really Case good Keenum. defense. I mean, he did good with a good defense last year at Minnesota. I, uh, he's, I like Keenum. I have Keenum's got a shot. Um, also,
2: yeah. uh, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, he had to wait the entire night in the green room. But Lamar Jackson did get to go in the first round. Went to the Ravens. I mean, that was. Yep. I'm yep. interested in that. It, the Ravens' OC is Marty Morning, Morningwig, who was the Michael Vick coordinator. He did. He was with him at Atlanta and at Philadelphia, so he knows kind of how that quarterbacks work. And also, the Ravens signed RG three earlier, so. If there's any better mentor to show you, like, look, you're gonna to have to find a way to throw instead of getting tackled and hit, because obviously it's derail. Well, and that his was the other.
0: That's the other genius thing too. Is I remember when Tebow was like, everybody was debating, is he gonna be a reasonable NFL quarterback? The the biggest knock is, well, if he gets hurt, you have nobody that plays his game in the entire NFL. Like, there's no com- common quarterback, and you know, uh, uh, RG three is gonna be a guy that can step in and play that style, so.
2: I think um, I think that
0: – I know he probably
2: hates getting dra- – like it kept dropping and kept dropping and kept dropping, but I think he could not have gone too much. Maybe – I kept thinking the bet. Patriots were going to do it. I just knew they were going to draft him, mm-hmm. and they didn't. But it, I think Lamar Jackson, to me, he's got as good an arm as anyone in the draft, and he runs a 4-4, and it doesn't really – he never, didn't get hit a lot in college, and I, I think it's perfect – He's not going to be like RG3 and thrown into the offense and have this whole offense built around him year, day one. He's going to go. It's going to be Joe yeah. Flacco's team, and they're going to kind of teach him, here's how there's a few differences you need to learn. And RG3 had to learn that through getting hurt over and over again, and hopefully Lamar Jackson doesn't. I think he he's going to sit around for a year, and I think it's going to
1: work out well. I really think Lamar Jackson's yeah. going to be something. I'll tell you what, I think I like Baltimore's coach. That John Harbaugh, I think is one of the better yep. coaches. He could coach my team anytime. Man, I like him. He's mm-hmm. solid. He relates with players. I like him better than his brother. Um Yeah. I, I really I really like that situation for Lamar Jackson.
2: Well, and speaking of brothers, to to, to touch up on our guy, yes. Shakeem Griffin. Yeah. LJ when did yep. he get drafted in the 5th round? Did you see? Yeah, 5th round. Did you see, I think, uh, I didn't know, I, okay, I knew it was 141 overall. I wasn't sure which round. But, Dad, he got drafted by the Seahawks, who is where yeah. his brother Shaquille Griffin plays. And if you remember yeah. when LJ told us the story, Shaquille had offers to go to Miami and turned them down so he could play with his brother at UCF. Mm-hmm. And now right the two up. are going to get reunited, and they're going to play. They said they, they're they going to be roommates next
1: year. And it's just Man, super cool. I hate that
0: I've, I've become a little bit of a Seahawks fan as of two days ago, or yesterday. Two days
1: ago. Oh, you want to see this guy succeed. Yeah. And I'm t- he's Absolutely. got the tools to succeed and oh, man. he is motivated. I am yeah. I guess I'm a little bit of a Seahawk fan too. I hear you. But, yeah. but it's gotta be hard for you to it, Are they still in Denver's? No, they moved over, didn't they? No. They're no, in the yeah. NFC, yeah. The Seahawks are they beat, yeah, they, they, beat they, them, were.
2: They, they beat. They were manning. In the championship. Championship. Yeah, they beat him in the play, in the yeah. championship oh, and yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, right, right,
0: right, right. Yep. Yeah. But it but was, was really interesting. Be hard. Yeah.
2: That's a wound that's still a little Still slightly yeah. open. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. I was – I always loved the the little stories of they, – they recorded – I don't know who did it what end, but they recorded the call when John Snyder, uh, the GM of the Seahawks, told him he was going to get picked. And it was interesting. I heard a story. So she, they were together, Shaquille Griffin, Shaquem, and the family were all together. And Shaquem went to the bathroom. And Shaquille said he was sitting there and, like, his nieces and nephews were on the ground in front of him. And he saw the phone on the desk – on the table and it started ringing and he recognized it was a Seattle area code. And so instantly he knew he was already watching the draft because he was like, Oh, Seattle's coming up. I want to know who we're picking. And they all knew the way it works. You kind of know what area people are thinking about you and agents have, uh, people have called your agent about you and stuff. So they know Shaquem may go soon and he knows Seattle's up. And all of a sudden he knows Seattle's on the clock and Shaquem's phone's ringing and it's a Seattle area code. So what he said he did, he said he jumped over his niece and nephew grabbed the phone, opened the, he said, I'm glad uh, Shaquem wasn't doing anything bad in the bathroom. Cause I just barged <laughs> open the door and I tackled him and said, you have to answer this phone call It's Seattle, answer the call. And it was just awesome. And then the calls recorded and Shaquem Griffin's like, I, I can't breathe. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. And it was cool. Pete Carroll got in there. It's like, cool. just show up, be humble, be humble. And then Shaquem Griffin's like, that, that's it. I mean, that's what I am. I'm, I haven't had I've been doubted my whole life, so let's go. I mean it's cool. I I think Seattle got to steal with it and I'm excited to see how it goes.
0: Oh yeah, I'm disappointed he didn't go to Denver. That would have been
1: God. I mean just another interesting. Every team's
0: disappointed they didn't get (laughs) him.
1: Twice in that in the draft. You couldn't have handled that, LJ. It'd been too much. Uh, (laughs) Somebody uh, had to spray some water on LJ. (laughs) (laughs) Good God.
2: So we mentioned we mentioned earlier that the draft's a great time for fans. So I kind of want to bring up another another incident with fans this weekend. And I did y'all see where old Russ had a little run-in with some fans in in Utah in Game Six where they got closed out? Did you see that, Dad? Yeah, I saw that. Mr. Russell I
0: saw Westbrook. Oh, yeah.
2: Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So he was. If if you didn't see it, he was going at halftime. He was going to the. It was this one was just funny to if you watched it. He's going to the the side or to the tunnel at halftime, and some fans, you know, just giving it to him, just yelling at him and berating him. And Russell Westbrook uh he he says some not so kind words to the man. And when he yells back and, and kind of barks at the man, the man jumped back so fast. Yes. He, did. he back he couldn't he backpedaled so fast from the comments that he then or fell backwards. I mean, he was just <laughs>
0: I mean, I would have too. I can't blame the guy. <laughs> that was it, intense. It,
1: but you don't have a right to just call some bullshit on somebody and not – I mean, sure. I was kind of on Russell Westbrook. I don't, I don't oh, know absolutely. what the guy said, but I was a little bit on Russell Westbrook's side. It's, if you're going to mm-hmm. talk a bunch of smack, be ready for some some kickback on it. Some
0: pushback, yeah. Well,
2: and then so then the game ends and the Russell Westbrook's obviously not happy because the the – Thundered, lost, and the Jazz move on. And now they're done again for the in the first round. And another fans saying heckling Russell Westbrook a little bit, and he's putting a phone right up in Russell Westbrook's face. And so he swipes the phone away and yells something at him too. And you see him look over at the security guys. Like I, it looks like he says something to the tune of "Are y'all gonna let that happen?" Type of thing. Mm-hmm. And after the game, Russ talked about they asked about uh, why he confronted the fans, and he said that. He didn't confront the fans. The fans confronted him. And in Utah, it's more disrespectful than most places, and they're real vulgar with the, what they say to visiting players, saying that they talk about your families, your kids, and that disrespect just won't fly with him, he said. And he said that's one thing. He said the biggest problem is these people wouldn't say these things to him like out in the public, but they're – Because he had whooped their ass. Right, and, they, <laughs> and, they, and they you see they it right there when the guy – Yeah, yo well, you'll yell, 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 yell. And I think so. it, it – throws it perfectly fits the way fans are in social media day and age. And it's what I hate is they just yell in all these obscenities and maybe yell about your family and kids. But if they saw Russell Westbrook in the parking lot or in the street, they'd probably go, Hey, Russell, can I get a pick? I love your game. It's so cool. And it's just be the same person. I, it bothers me to see people heckle like that.
1: Yeah. Be the yeah. same person. I like that. Be the same person all the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If, if, and I think there's so many of like what people call the eggs out there on Twitter, where they're just they have they follow like 500 people and they have no followers, and all they do is just berate these athletes and just tweet at them. And why? Mm-hmm. And like just the it's one thing if you disagree, I, you can tweet something like, oh, "I hate you for making that catch and beating my team." But that's that's you being fans are it's short for fanatic, so you're gonna you're gonna be a little fanatic, but you don't need to go in there. like if If the person's talking about his family and his kids, and that's just there's no room for that anywhere. That's there's no room for that in life or in basketball. Or it just it's annoying to see that. And if that's what was going on, I'm on Russ's side. I'm fully with him.
1: I think I am too. And I think I am too.
2: And speaking of that game, Dad, I don't know if you. It seems more so than ever. I don't know if you watched the game Donovan Mitchell in that series. In the series, he averaged twenty eight and a half points per game as a rookie. We've already mentioned him with rookie of the year or not all that stuff. I don't think he, he needs to worry about rookie of the year cuz he's putting on a stand as he's one of the premier players in the he's NBA. He's one of the best players
1: in the NBA. Yeah, and, no doubt. Well,
2: in that game in particular, Rubio Ricky Rubio went down in the after halftime. He had a hamstring injury and wasn't coming back and it's clear that Rubio is the he's kind of like the Rondo what Rondo is for the Pelicans. He's he might not mm-hmm. score a lot but he's the engine that makes that that offense go. And Mitchell scores, yep. but Rubio kind of makes it all work. And so you saw the guys, the TNT guys after, at halftime were like, oh, I think we're going to a game seven with Rubio gone unless Mitchell can do something crazy. And what did Mitchell do in the first six minutes of the third quarter comes out and scores 15 of his 22 points in the third quarter and erupts. And is going blow for blow with Russell Westbrook and does not look phased at all. And then we saw the same thing with – it was funny – it had to be annoying for Russell Westbrook to see Mitchell out there just knocking down shot after shot when uh, Paul George was looking. I think he went three for 18 or something, looking like Philip Seymour Hoffman on long Came Paul. It was just all you heard with Paul George was this right here. Right. That's, all, that, that's all you heard of Paul George. It's just he was jacking them up and they were not going in and, Rain dance. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just and then you saw it with the Sixers where they beat the heat four one you mentioned it last week where guys like you're Ben Simmons and guys like Dwayne Wade is like throwing back time and having one of his all-time games and Ben Simmons is going blow for blow and just these young guys it seems like there used to be a time where the young guys would go wow the playoffs is a different animal and Dwayne Wade and Russell Westbrook and kind of be starstruck and these guys look like they feel like they deserve to be right there with them in the same conversations. And it,
1: I I think we we hit on this earlier, and this is going to take a little different slant. But I think kids today are raised by parents that want them to be whatever they want to be. Yeah. I was raised by parents that wanted me to go to work, make a living. I had to make money, you know, and and we raise our kids today more follow your dream, do your thing, be who you are. And these kids, you're seeing, I think you're seeing it. I think this is what you're describing. These guys are being who they are. They're they're confident. That's it. It's the confidence. They, they're confident yeah. in themselves. I see it with with my kids, I see it with Tammy's kids. I mean, Y'all are comp- I think we're you're more emotionally something. evolved. We're more yeah, emotionally evolved. And and I think your kids that and that's a phrase trademark. Tammy, Tammy coined that for me. But I think your kids will be more emotionally evolved because it's like you, you realize the earlier you realize live your life, do something you love, starve for a little while. But if you're doing something you love, you're going to be all right. And yeah. these guys, they're not backing down to anybody because they've never yeah. been taught that you have to back down to anybody. Well, that's so do interesting. You I do think do you're it hitting the best you such can. a
2: point because these guys, like before when you're Michael Jordan coming up, you're, you're taught, like you're going to have to come out and you have to pay your dues and you're going to lose in the first round a couple of times to those stars and you'll get your time. You'll LeBron, you'll get your time. And Ben Simmons is like, why can my time not be right now? Why not can't I, I win the championship yeah. this year? And that and it's just a different confidence yeah. level. Like you see with Mitchell, Russell Westbrook started getting hot in the third quarter. Rubio's down. And what does Mitchell do? He goes, Why can't I win this game for the team? And he comes out and just starts knocking down yeah. shot after shot. And it's just the confidence these guys at 20 years old and 19 years old are playing with is amazing. I think I think you're really hitting on something. It's just these kids are told from a young age, why not you? Why not now? Why, why not, not you? you?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dad, you're on fire today. I'm telling you, he is <laughs> lip is on point. He said he came in with
2: no notes and he's just on it today.
0: Yeah, man, off the dome from now on.
2: <laughs> yeah, listeners, you are getting lip off the dome. So Dad, we do with the with the Sixers winning earlier and now the Celtics clinched the game seven earlier this weekend. We get a little Sixers-Celtics rematch. I, do you remember? Do you oh. remember a little Sixers-Celtics
1: back in the day? Oh my God! Yes, Doc Jay and Larry Bird well, what, and Mo <laughs> Cheeks and Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish <laughs> and Billy uh, Bobby coming What was the guy? I can't remember the center. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> People yeah, failed there, but people yes, my age don't understand,
2: so I was hearing a lot about the rivalry. And I know a little – I mean, I know Dr. J was on the Sixers. I know Bird. But I didn't realize, apparently, that those two have had the most playoff series of any team in NBA history, any two teams. And the Sixers have been bad for so long, I think a lot of people watching the game like my age don't realize that this is – I saw the video resurface. I've seen it before, but Bird and Dr. J like choking each other out and slapping at – hitting – punching at each other. I mean, for someone like for you, is this not awesome to see Sixers Celtics back in the garden? It's got to be cool.
1: Well, yes, but golly, it was cool seeing Do- Dr. J. Larry Bird was kind of the younger guy at that point. And he was, I'm just, if you didn't see Larry Bird play, I'm sorry. I You know, you should have because he wasn't backing down from anybody, any way, any time. And, and he would go up and try to strangle Doc, you know, whatever. It was just Oh what a series they had, and I love this. But now Philly's going to win. Yeah. I mean, Philly's well, I gonna wish win Kyrie was series. playing there's, or something. Yeah.
2: Like The Celtics, there's no way they beat Philly. There's not, in my opinion.
1: But they just they're not beating Philly. I think you what know. you
2: kind of hit on, and I didn't, I don't, hadn't thought about this till now. But something your era of basketball watching got that I think my era has gotten deprived of a little bit is you got to see. So like when Bird's coming up he played against Dr. J who plays like his same position. So they were going at each other. We had LeBron and Kobe and we never got that finals matchup of LeBron versus Kobe. It was always Kobe played the Celtics and then LeBron played the Spurs. Like we never saw positions that, that really guard each other, go at it. Like I felt like with bird against magic and bird against Dr. J there was, there was positions (laughs) clashing at each other and you saw them really going at each other's neck. And,
1: well, but Bird was probably a three, and Magic was playing the one. But they, were the the same one, height but they wise, still they had to guard each other. other. The same height, they had to guard each other, and did. Yeah, um, I saw. I saw. By the way, and you may get into this, but I saw LeBron. You know, in Cleveland, won Game Seven yeah. uh, today. I, I think he's done. I don't think. I really don't think they can beat Toronto, and so I think. So you have Toronto and Philly in the finals, and I think that's going to be an interesting Eastern final. Uh, it's hard for me to um, say, it's I'm excited me to say about the Raptors
2: it. are going to beat Cleveland just because LeBron's had his number, and LeBron is still the best player on the planet.
1: LeBron is still LeBron. He is the best player on the planet. That is without a mm-hmm. doubt. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I got some bullshit I want to talk about so. that's, that's, that's exactly where I wanted
2: to go, Dad So why don't you open it up Because I, I have a question or a, a situation
1: I find myself in that maybe y'all can help So what, what's some bullshit you want to talk about today, Dad? Well, the, the one thing is so, so when you open up iTunes on your computer <laughs> it, it has a little dialogue box and It'll go, I've noticed that uh, iTunes is not your default uh, media player Would you like to fix this now? And there's a little checkbox down there that says, do not show me this again. And every time, and the key word that I'm saying is every time I say, do not show me this again. Do you see anything wrong there? If it says, do not show me this again, and I check it, there should not be an every time I have to click this box. So I click the box, says, do not show me this again. I don't want you to be my default media player. And I go ahead And the next time I open iTunes, it comes up with this little dialogue box. It says, we've noticed that iTunes is not your default media player. Would you like to fix this? No, (laughs) blankety blank. I would not like to fix this damn thing. And I hit the box again. So, but you still go through thing. every time Apple, and hit that box. It, it, and Chris, it, no, don't you? Well, because I, well, I should just not even hit the That's box like, anymore. It's like Apple. Why the hell do you even put the box there? Quit put putting the damn box there because What's it's obviously bullshit. What's in and the it box? Work. If you're gonna, if you're gonna ask me every time, it's just I might as well put a blank in the box because it, it's not gonna work. It pisses me off. No that's what it does (laughs) oh my goodness i have a question though for you
0: (laughs)
2: that's
0: what i feel like you have a
2: very pressing question for dad here
0: well i well first off what's your default media player the one that's the uh, the regular default, the, the Windows Media
1: media Player is my regular You're default. You're using
0: Windows Media Player on your Apple computer instead of iTunes? No, this is at work. Like, I'm on my uh, my uh, PC. I'm on my PC. Okay. Well, what it, are you using iTunes for in the first place? That is that a good one. Why, why are you it? opening up your iTunes? Well, because it
1: needs to update. I've got a new version just of iTunes. iTunes. What, iTunes what do you so use iTunes for? What do you use iTunes for? Should I just for? delete
0: iTunes? Yeah, why do you need it? Exactly. You know that's a good that's I was like, use "What does that use for like, I I don't right, I have a clue.
1: Well, I don't know what the hell I use it for, but I did for a long time. So I guess I think I should steal. Every <laughs> that's loyalty, now and then. right there. That's yeah. brand just loyalty. Get rid of it. What the hell with it. Get rid of it. Well, I'm done with it. By God, I decided right now. I'm done with
0: freaking out. <laughs> I will say so. There. Hey, pisses me off. Developers out. out there, don't put a false box or Dad will cut you off.
1: Well, I mean, just don't put the box on there. Just like we're we're really. Effing with you, we're not going to really stop asking you this if you check if it the said box. Just the bottom, go ahead and tell do you think me that. Be
0: a little bit more. You'd be okay with that. <laughs> like, well, they so told me. be better. Just be be honest me? with me. It. me just tell me that me. this yeah. is going to piss
2: me off every time, just and be I'll real. be okay with it. But don't make me think I solved the issue, and yeah. then.
1: <laughs> yeah. Say check check this box, and we'll piss you off the next time <laughs> you open it up. I go okay. Well, I check the damn <laughs> box and just see, but just. Bullshit. Well, I w- I'm pissed off about it. <laughs> I will say, sometimes for, my for whatever, gears. so we
2: have at my uh, work computer, I'll get on it, and sometimes I have to get My email wasn't working for the longest time, and I had to get on Firefox. It wouldn't work on Chrome for whatever reason, so I had to use Firefox. And it would always say, we see that Firefox is not your default browser. Would you like to set it as so? And I would always click. I don't think it even had a box for me. Maybe it did. I don't know. But it would have not right now or yes. And I would click not right now as if maybe the next time I might set it to be my default browser. But then I would come in on Tuesday and once again, it would ask me and I would say, no, not right now. And I don't know why. I, I It annoyed me that I had to click it every single time, but I always would just click not right now. So I don't know why I did that. That was just dumb on my part. Probably the same reason you're opening up iTunes for whatever reason.
0: Well, I had like a similar thing happen to me this weekend while I'm running the show from like we've got this fancy board that I'm connected to with my laptop. So I'm like controlling the band through my laptop, and uh, and then I accidentally click on Safari. And then it waits about 45, 50 seconds to tell me that Safari is not my default browser and ask if I want to change it. I can't click anything else until I deal with this dialog box, and I'm in the middle <laughs> of a show. Yeah.
2: Well, and the, and the shitty thing is, if you would have told it to not happen again before that, to where that wouldn't pop up, it probably still would because, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm sure this yeah. wasn't the first time that someone's accidentally clicked on Safari and had that issue on this laptop.
1: Yeah. Well, okay, and quick shout out to Google Chrome, right? It does ask you the first time, but if you say "Don't ask me again," I don't. Google Chrome doesn't ask me every time I open it up. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Google Chrome, by God, <laughs> that's some free. Which I actually like the browser. That's a free advertisement.
0: Hey, Google Chrome, in- this could be you right here. Yeah. <laughs> this could be yeah. you. Well, but th- see, here's the deal. Now they don't have to pay for it. You just gave them the free advertisement. Yeah. Well, let's just act You're like they're paying for, for it. it. So. Well, we can <laughs> act like it all we want. It doesn't
2: mean our bank account is going to reflect it. But <laughs> So I have a question for you guys. So there's, I, there's this guy. At, it's the same person. Every now and then when I go – he's not there every time. But every now and then when I go work out, there's this guy that shows up. And he's about uh, – he's – mid-aged guy probably 40 45 i don't know but he'll always want to he did the first time he did that i could tell he was like i'm working out i have my headphones in so clearly i'm not there to talk to people and i can tell he like comes down and he right. sits near me and he keeps like looking over he wants to talk to someone because i'm in my weird graveyard schedule and it was on my off day so i'm there at like 11 p.m or something there's like no one there and right right Clearly, the guy was trying to talk to me, and I tried to ignore him for the longest time. For like ten minutes, I just ignored him, but I just couldn't. I felt like I was being so rude. So finally, I take a. He says something kind of, and I take a headphone out and I start talking to him, and we talk. Of course, we talk for like five or ten minutes. So first, my question is, how do you? It's like when you pass by someone, and you say, "How's it going?" and they actually answer your question instead of just saying, "Good." How
0: do you get out of that
2: conversation? And you can't. You've opened the door and. Yep. Is that just it You're done there because now done. it's even worse. Yeah. You're giving up every time. Minutes. I sh- So I'm getting here. I'm about to do some, I forget what I was doing. I was doing something like where there was a bench in front of me and this guy sits on the bit. Ben- like I'm taking a break. I'm going to get a drink of water and he sits on the bench that I'm working out at as he's talking to me and like crosses <laughs> his leg and starts talking. And I'm like, you've got <laughs> to be kidding me. You're now, you're not even allowing me to ignore <laughs> you. You're sitting right here and I've, I opened the door three weeks mm-hmm. ago, and now once a week I have to have a 15-minute conversation with the man, and it's just not mm-hmm. ideal.
0: Yep, you messed that up. I was wondering if there's any up. way I
2: can fix it or if it's just without being a total just dickhead to the person, which I'm not going to do because I can't I See, can't. See, I think do that's it. the
0: thing. I think that's the thing you got to learn. Um, because to be a dickhead? <laughs> it, yeah, well, you either be a dickhead or you deal with it. Those are, those are your options. Mm-hmm. You can either say, look, man, I don't want to talk. Or... You well, I guess talk. it kind of goes to what really, dad was no saying.
2: Way. I just, if the box would be honest and they would just tell them that it's going to pop up every time, maybe I should just be honest with the person go, look, I, I just, not. it's not you. I just want to get in here and get out. I just don't want to talk. So I'm going to ignore you and just let yeah. them
1: know instead of, you're not going to be if, my default talker <laughs> today. Do dam. not show me this. They should I'm have like,
0: a dialogue box that pops up and says how many conversations they're going to want to have with you a week before <laughs> you take your headphone out, so you know whether it's worth it.
1: Well, what if you say? So he's sitting on the bench with his legs crossed. What if you say, "Hey, dude, I can you move? I got. Well, I gotta do so a workout, the thing is, you know? is
2: clearly, yeah. and he's brought it up to me. He's clearly a, a man who is middle-aged, he has no family here in Fort Smith, and he's looking, he wants to find a girlfriend. He's asked me about girlfriends Whoa. around here, and yeah, sure I mean, he's asked me, like, do yeah, I know good places? <laughs> he might be he <laughs> talked about this one
0: girl. <laughs> he might be hiring a podcast host is uh, <laughs> and, what I'm thinking. <laughs> and the guy,
2: I, I feel kind of bad for the dude, so I kind of want to talk to him, or at least like so someone will, because I think everyone ignores him up there, and so... I don't know. I just in.
1: It's a rock and a hard place. Well, be nice. But, yeah, I mean, sorry, I got to get a set. I got to get a set, you know. But move, move <laughs> your ass. I got to get a set.
0: Be late for work every day. That's an option. Be late for work. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I, I guess that is an option. But. Well, no, I'm saying he doesn't need to know that when, when he wants to start a conversation, be like, look, I just got yeah, to yep. go. And then you just power through your sets or whatever and then get out of there. And then, you know, you've got extra time because you're not actually late for work. Run by <laughs> yeah.
2: Sonic, you know. Go get, go get. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. So I have an ethical question about Sonic. Yeah, that oh, was oh, boy. So I hope Sonic's okay. not listening to me. But so I had the other day. I went and got well, a couple weeks. Oh, yeah, I'll assure you. A couple <laughs> weeks ago, I went to Sonic and I ordered something, and it said, "Answer this survey on your receipt at talktosonic.com, and you can get a free Route 44 Sonic drink." And I was like, "Oh, I've done this before." Basically, it's just. Okay. Go through and have to answer. It's going to be a lot of questions, but go through and answer. It takes about five minutes and I can get a free drink. So I did it, Build it out, and it said, put this number on your receipt. Yeah. So I went to Sonic and I went and I was like, hey, I got a receipt for a free Route 44 drink. Went before work and they're like, all right, what would you like? I ordered my cherry limeade and got my drink. And then when they came, I thought I'd have to show them my receipt or something. They just handed me a drink. So I kind of thought, huh. All my receipt says is all this right. is valid for all the right. next 14 days. Use it within the next 14 days. So the next day I went back and I was like, I'll actually, I'll actually, no. use, I was going to make sure to use my receipt. And again, they gave me my free drink and they don't ask for the receipt at all. And let's just say I've done it another time. Am I... At the same Sonic? Are you yeah. going to the same Sonic well, every so, time? The, one of the times they gave me a receipt with my free drink that's like voided out free survey drink. And it was like, you act, the, the car hop even said, You actually have another free survey on this drink if you want to answer this survey. So I just brought back my old receipt with the number written on just in case they ever, I have it, I keep it in my truck just in case they ever ask for the receipt. I do have it. But am I yeah. – do I need to quit doing that? Is this really unethical or is it just on their fault for not taking the receipt from me?
0: I think you're good. I think you're in the clear because I think that um, companies have shown how much they're willing to pay to data mine you, right, with all the Facebook yeah, stuff going yeah. on and stuff like that. So like you're actually giving them free labor of something they'd pay good money for. So whatever. You're taking a like eight cents worth of syrup from them. And a cherry. So (laughs) the cherry, (laughs) I wouldn't feel bad about it at all.
2: Well, they will make me so. The other day, I went and I was going to get a vanilla Coke, and since that adds a flavor, I had to pay twenty two cents for the added flavor. But if I only have to pay twenty two cents for my Route forty four each time, it's a pretty good deal. That's
0: not a bad deal. I say go for it. I still take them for what they were. I
2: still usually try to answer. If they give me a new one, I'll try to answer. Uh, Let's just say this has been going on for a couple weeks now. And I haven't gone every day, but I have gone a few times. And if they give me a new one, I will fill out a new receipt. So at least they get some more data on me. And they'll even update it. Like the first time I put that it wasn't that clean because it wasn't. and Or it said like it wasn't that clean. Why? And I said because there was like Coke all on the side of my drink. And then the next time it asked my cleanliness and I put extremely
0: clean. And they asked why. I was like, my cup was extremely clean this time. So I'm at least giving them some feedback. What you're giving them is honestly insanely valuable. I mean, like that's something that like somebody at human resources or the company office just can't know without you giving them that information. So like, I and I even you know, allowed him. I, mean, I it's, even
2: allowed them It asked at the end. and said, "Do you mind if we share this data on our review stuff or something?" I was like, "You can share it wherever you want. I don't care where you have it as long as I get my free Route 44s." And now, okay. hey, next
1: time, tell them you want a cheeseburger and order fries. as <laughs> Well, yes, yeah, they're not paying you enough. I mean, they're, yeah, you need a raise. Yeah, actually, Sonic, <laughs> if LJ said you weren't listening, but
2: if you are listening, I would like instead of a half price cheeseburger on Tuesday night, I'd like a free cheeseburger on Tuesday night with my Route 44 drink, <laughs> with my free Route 44. <laughs> All right, well, I think that solves it. I'm good for three free Route 44s a week for the rest of time. Eventually, they'll catch on. though. Eventually, I think my car hop will start realizing this same person keeps using a free survey every time.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Unfortunately, there's another Sonic just a a half a mile down the road, too.
2: (laughs) Do you you tip your car hop any? That's a good question. I didn't know if I should tip a car hop because they're just
1: bringing me a drink. you always tip your car hops. Even if it's zero, do I give them they a dollar? They less
0: than minimum wage. Do they? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's what I've heard. What, they you okay? paid less than minimum wage yeah. uh, to do that job. So. You got to tip your car hops. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sometimes don't just because, you know, like I feel like, I don't know, I bought like eight cents worth. I mean, well, yeah, eight cents worth of, of syrup and a cherry. <laughs> So it feels a little bit like, I don't know, what did you do to earn this dollar that, like, the person sweeping didn't do?
1: You're sitting on Uh, your dead ass in your car. They're bringing it to you. Give them 50 cents or something, for God's sake. They're
0: walking, what, 20 feet, 40 feet at worst? And you're doing
1: nothing. You're sitting on your dead ass. Give them a tip.
0: I'd get up and get it if I could. <laughs> they don't allow me to
1: go fill my own drink. I'd gladly fill yeah. my own vanilla coke.
2: <laughs> I'd press the ice because right, yeah. the t- then I'd get the right amount of ice. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> there we yeah. go. Yeah. Speaking of, while you're sitting in the car, while you're sitting there waiting on your eight cents of syrup and a cherry, LJ, what what would you be listening to this week?
0: Oh, I've been listening to uh, "Conk" by the Kooks. Solid album. Really? I don't
1: even know. I don't think I've ever heard of it. Oh, I like it's the Kooks, but I don't know that album.
0: Uh, it's a good album Like we'll we'll put it up It's good All right, well, that might The kooks are yeah, like, like
1: naive right Didn't they do naive this, and Yeah yeah? yeah the kooks are good
0: Is that on that album That might be No is it? that's on a different album It's an okay. older
1: That's an older uh, song Yeah so. yeah
0: This album I think is I think that's on the album That came right after Conk Okay uh, Sunshine Spelled conk or Sunshine? K-O-N-K
1: Okay conk Not like a conk mm-hmm. fritter You ever had a conk fritter <laughs> What
0: are you talking about I Don't know what that is. Educational it's like in
1: Key West. No,
0: it's like in Key West. C
1: h o n c h, conch, a conch fritter. Oh, like
0: a conch shell. Yeah, yeah.
1: like a conch shell, like a the conch republic. Yeah. I mean, you ever had you a conch fritter? (laughs) Yeah, conch fritters are pretty good. I mean, they're tasty.
2: (laughs) Dad, what what are are you listening to? What's been in your ears here? All right. Well, I mean, I'm going to bring. You've been
1: road tripping, so I've been road tripping. Been listening to a few podcasts, but uh, I got a little bit on uh, one of my favorite. Albums of all time, Alanis Morissette, "Jagged Little Pill." Good, oh, album what a good album! So that's yeah. what I'm listening to. And listeners, you're in for a treat because it'll be on our website. So just just enjoy yourself with a little Alanis yeah. Morissette. Just, just press play. Just press play. Be good. But it's
2: good stuff. I have been. We mentioned it earlier, but when I heard the news that Kanye was going to drop an album with Kid Cudi, I kind of thought, "Man, I haven't heard any Kid Cudi in a while." Mm-hmm. So I've been listening to "Man on the Moon." Yeah. Good album. Kid Cudi's good, man. I I that really like That mixtape was really Kid great Cudi.
0: back in the day. Kid name Cudi. Yeah, was, it was.
2: There's I started looking through and I was like, man, I just put Kid Cudi on shuffle and just listen to him, but I I wanted to pick an album just cuz I wanted to hear an album front to back, and so I just hit it and press play and it was solid. Solid album. I really liked the man on, man on the Moon album.
0: Kid Cudi's very good. And he's been going through a lot lately, right? So like him putting out an album might well, mean that so he's he getting Well, so he recently, I say recently, demons.
2: within the past year, I think, got out of rehab and it was like he just, I think it was like a rehab type of. He was just real depressed. I think he got
0: depressed. I think, yeah.
2: It wasn't necessarily like he was addicted. I think he was taking some medication, but it was just he was depressed. I
0: mean, it was just, yeah.
2: So I yeah, I hope, I hope things are good because the- his music's so cool. And that's kind of we've talked about it before, but sometimes the way this, some of the best music gets made while someone's in a not the best state of mind, like in a depressed mm-hmm. state of mind. So it's. It stinks to see, but it's all—I mean, it's just kind of weird that something that so many people probably relate to and help them get through a tough time, maybe it was made while someone else went through a tough time. It's just weird the dynamics of art. Well, that
0: that just makes me think of uh, Robin Williams, who uh, he always kind of said that his uh, his comedy was him trying to help people find joy that he couldn't have. And yeah, yeah, Um, just
2: a—it's art, and it's just—it's cool, or it's not cool, but
0: it's just a weird dynamic of how
1: art. Is done by artists. It's somewhere from a sometimes from a dark place. uh, Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think Kid Cudi's been going through hell, and it looks like he didn't stop there. He he kept going. So that's how you get out of hell. Yep, is you just keep going.
2: I hope so. I like I like me some Kid Cudi. For this week, I think that's going to do it for us. We're going to wrap it up. Glad y'all came on and joined us for this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. By the way, you can always find us on Twitter at JPP Podcast. Or you can find us on Facebook at Just Press Play Podcast, or on our website. We always post our show notes and our full episodes on there, and you can go through and look at anything you missed at JustPressPlayPod.com. Uh, we we love to hear feedback from any of the fans. If there's anything that we were wrong on, or anything you want to say, anything you just want to share, we'd, we we will try to react to it. And we, if it's good, we'll bring it up next week on the air. So for for me, Kev, L, Dad, I think that'll call it. Peace. Enjoyed it. Peace, Peace out.
0: Yeah, you, you made a face. I said it right. I said the right Twitter. I know. That's what I was I was excited. It sounded like you, you had written it down or something for the first time in what 12 episodes that <laughs> you've been doing. That?
2: <laughs> well, I always I always know it's JVP podcast, but for some reason, every time I'm getting ready to say it, at least prior to this time, since it's not written down, I start like, right before I say it, I'm like, wait, is it JVP Pod? Is it just <laughs> yeah. this What is it?